My name is Louise Cameron Edlund, co-creator of Shapeshifter. I work with powerful women who are here to blaze a path of liberation with their sacred fire. Women ready to come out from hiding backstage at their own show to take place on the global arena. Women no longer agreeable to the mainstream, surviving from the scraps of their potential. They're here for the full feast. <laughs> here to not for one moment compromise and be available to so much more. These women are following the pulsations of wisdom from their sensual soul to live a legacy. And my name is Marie Ditulio. I'm a coach, a magician, an activator who loves to play the game of life with ever-evolving, empowering rules. The powerful women I help know deep inside that they are an awakening force in the world. Together we activate their magic and magnetism and they love having the power to impact others with the delight they take in themselves. And that turns them on. Together, we deep dive into their soul destiny and the creation of their soul ambiance, that special realm where it feels so delicious to be their ever-blossoming self. Welcome to Shapeshifter, the power to create. It is a sacred space to dive into the mystery and birth your ever-flowing ideas into this world. Get ready for a soul-to-soul conversation where you're energetically held beyond space and time by Louise and I. We know how precious you are. We love you. We see you. Expansive human beings. Marie and I, Louise Cameron Edlin, are here today to explore the quantum, to explore the void, to explore the moment we all go through in our journey of manifestation between who we have been and who we become. What's your goal? What's your desire? What is that for you? And hey, let's just use a number because it's easy for us to understand and go with that. 20k a month, 20K a week, 20K a second. I don't know, whatever it is <laughs> that we're calling in. Okay, great. That's a desire. Your intuition, the pulsations coming from your body, from source are guiding you to say, yes, that's it. Go there. But you're not there. You haven't achieved that. You haven't experienced who you are when you receive that moment that experience it can feel a vulnerable time in between this part of our manifestation it's the part where the past is going to attempt to bring you the thoughts and the negative anticipation of what you want it's the vulnerable part where your past is going to bring you the stories and the images and the evidence to let you know the fear of all our fucking fears that you're just not good enough
So what do we do? What do we do in that moment in between the manifestation? <laughs> and I laugh because we all know this part. We all talk about it. We all tell everyone else that this is the secret sauce, the importance of all importance, and it's trust. Trust beyond measure, trust without evidence, and freaking choose, choose it. Choose yourself to be the version of who you are when you achieve the thing, because here's the thing. You are that person, regardless of having that external validation. You are that person, regardless of whether you manifest or do not manifest that into existence. The 20K a second, a minute, or whatever it is, version of you, like you do not need anything to feel how you would feel if you had that in your life. You are whole, you are worthy, you are complete. And all you get to do is to show up in the world as valuable as how you would feel if you had that thing, because you are. Like, boy, are we starting with a mic drop today? <laughs> you are on fire. And I so, so, so love that. So what you're, what I'm hearing is stop trying to become, you already are. Yeah. And that's so interesting because just before getting here with you guys, uh, shapeshifters, we were talking and I was like, Oh, but I so identified myself with that money goal that I'm like next destination I'm reaching that I actually, I was like, but who am I if I'm not that person? If I remove this goal and actually if I remove the money goal and just go with my heart and my heart is not going for money, my heart is going for different destinations. One of them, US citizenship. Well, that requires a lot of money fast. And so I'm not that $20,000 per month, per minute, per second anymore. I'm just going for that U.S. citizenship. And I was like, but who am I if I'm not that $20,000 per month, per second? And I was so lost. And there's something that was so uncomfortable, so confusing. But then I love when you bring it back to, but you already are. So yeah. I don't even need to ask who I am. No, you can. You can explore it. We always can. And the trust goes into the actions. Okay, we might not have the $200,000 to begin the application, but if you were worthy of that and you know it's inevitable you know it's a done deal and it's happening you're going to take a step towards that vision and that dream if you are already starting that application form you are saying to the universe that i am 
I see myself as being worthy of this. Therefore, I'm ready to be seen by others as worthy of this. And so if you're willing to see yourself as worthy of that manifestation, that vision, that goal, that dream, who are you when you're willing to be seen as that worthy version of yourself? What does she do differently? How does she talk? How does she post? What energy is she in when she is commanding her stage, her presence, her voice, her message? And it's nothing, you know, it's, we know this, like I say, every single thing that I say here, like, come on, it's, it's nothing new. We all know it. Let's make this land deeper. You don't become it. You don't become anything. You're really saying to yourself in the world, I'm going to allow myself to be more of me. I'm going to be more of me by choosing to take a step towards that application form to be an American citizen and live in California. Because when I do that, I'm more of me. And when I'm more of me, I can do better service, impact, justice, change to this world. So the (laughs) seemingly out of grasp version of yourself and version of your life That's a programming that we're addicted to. I'm not there yet. I'm not good enough yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not good enough yet. Let me just sit down in my stale stagnation and wallow and pity of myself for not being worthy and for seeing all the evidence that everyone else is worthy of their manifestation. And I'm not. Like, come on, (laughs) shake yourself out of that. It's, we know it's not true. So, okay, that might not be your now the second, but it could be. You literally can manifest 200,000 in a second. It's within the realms of infinite possibilities that that is available to you. Okay, but let's not hang around and wait because we are powerful, sovereign beings and we don't sit in our ass waiting around for nothing unless we choose to do so in our full empowered energy and then that's okay. (laughs) And all the fun is in the journey. Exactly. So, right, what it symbolizes, what this symbolizes is who am I in the in-between? Okay, let's just start by asking yourself the question. If you were to be more of yourself in this second, what would you choose to do? If you were to be more of yourself in this moment, who is that you? Mm. I love that. The image that comes when you're saying that is I see myself, I see my clients as they are a complete puzzle. They're whole and complete. The The entire puzzle is there. But there's some pieces that are just not activated. And we're, we're just inviting, like with every desire that we're uh, wanting to manifest, we're just inviting ourselves to activate more of the puzzle pieces that are already there. And for me, a support piece that really landed um, this week was 
there was always this longing. The questions I was asking my mentor were always geared towards me wanting support. If I desire support, it's because I think I don't have it. Biggest illusion, same thing for you. If you think you don't have the support, total illusion, it is there. And so now my game was like, okay, now that I've found a puzzle piece that is activated, who am I when I receive support? Because that's totally new. I always thought I had to do it all myself. I knew source was there, but I didn't let source in whatsoever. It had no space. I was always saying it's all on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And if you carry that weight, the invitation for you today is to drop it. The invitation for you is to be get creative today. Get creative. Who am I when I allow support in? How fun is it when I allow support in? And it's just a deeper dive into that piece of the puzzle that was already there, but that was what the dream, the destination was inviting you in. 100%. And it gets to be as simple as this. It's like the support can be so varied for all of us in every second because we're constantly shifting beings. So based on how you're feeling in this moment, what is supportive for you right now? And it doesn't need to be something external or something big. For me, it was like, oh, but let's just source take care of more of the client attraction. Like, like I know source knows exactly that high vibe client that is like ready for the next step, their next transition. Why would I put it all on my shoulders? Source is there. What if I completely trusted that source would take care of it? And in the meantime, I'll have fun doing what I love doing, which is connecting to those amazing high vibe clients. For sure. And that's the answer. Who am I in the in-between? Mm. Who are, who do you get to be in between this manifestation? And it is the version of you who trusts that it's already done. Now, the reason this lands in you in a new way that it perhaps hasn't landed before with someone else saying the exact the same thing, because nothing's new here. <laughs> the reason this lands when I say it is because I've lived it. I've been in the void. I've been in the in-between. I have become the go-to coach for Hollywood actresses, pop icons, multimillionaires, not because I have a social media following, not because I have a suave business model. No, none of that. Because I made a decision and I made a choice that I'm worthy for my needs to be met and my desires to be met and my needs and my desires actually serve the world in a greater way therefore I started to show up 
worthy of that. Day by day, moment by moment. And by the way, when I made a decision to do that, I was literally broke, wondering how I was going to pay my rent and feed myself. No evidence to show me that I was worthy. I was in that in-between. And I wasn't the version who earns the money and has these clients coming in in that moment. But it doesn't matter whether I have the money or don't have the money because I started to show up like I was worthy. And we know this, when we have different thoughts, we have different feelings, the different feelings create a different action and the different action creates the money. And the action might not be that linear masculine way. It's following your intuition and following your desires and knowing that you're worthy. Even if, if you don't have what you want, even if you're broke and the money in your head logically should be spent there, but you're like, I just need a break. I need a massage. I need a, I need a, a yoga day. I need whatever it is. That's what your intuition is saying. Hey, I'm worthy and I trust. And this comes up a lot, the in-between phase, because <laughs> with my coaching clients, there's waves and we do the celebrations and they're like, boys, it's like, holy shit, Louise, you will not guess, but you will guess because you won't be surprised at this. The miracle has happened. Oh my God, it's here. But that's a moment, right? And it goes in waves. And there's the moments where I get the same person sending the same voice notes like a minute. Oh my goodness, I'm in it. Like I have to say, I've lost it. I'm I'm stressed. I mean, I, I trust that the money's coming in, but here's what I'm gonna do. And what they'll say is they'll they'll share. I know I know I shouldn't do this, but um, yeah, I'm gonna compromise on my standard here because I'm actually starting to feel desperate and out of hope again. And it's like that's the moment that accelerates it's not like it makes or breaks by the way what's for us will will always be for us but do you want it now and when we're willing to catch yourself in these moments of desperation where we're about to compromise a standard that we've set for ourselves if we can catch it and say wait a minute i'm supposed to freaking trust here wait what would trust have me do and that can be turning away the money and the client, even though you really need it. <laughs> but knowing that that is a betrayal of yourself and the standard that you're setting in this new quantum world, this future, therefore the past cannot enter it for this future to come in. That's you being so clear on your standards and honoring them that you're willing to repel and let things go, even though it's the short-term benefits because your standards are set, your standards are high, you know you're worthy of it, and you're willing to stand your ground in trust. Mm, I love that. And another way to say that, when you're wondering who am I in the in-between, is to literally play with your yeses and your noes 
I mean, what's going to be a yes is who you are now and that new identity. What's going to feel like a no is who you're not anymore. So it's a the in-between time is that precious time where you get to be, where you get to hold yourself like in the cocoon. You get to really explore. You get to be curious. I don't know myself this way. Is that a yes or is that a no? And honor that. And that those become your standards. Those make you trust in who you are and the more we build those moments the more the momentum for transformation and becoming is accelerated and the more you manifest in more and more areas of your life and if we're honest all we just did was being true to our yes and being true to our no no matter what people around are saying, we're, we're still, we're keeping the fate. We know where we're going. There's nothing that's going to stop the destination. We know we're going there and we're not going to stop because we're not there yet. We're not going to stop because we're not feeling good. Great. Not feeling good. That That's a no. So how can I get back to a yes? And when you're in that yes, I don't even like to call actions actions because they're effortless. They could be, in theory, the most daunting task. They won't be because when it's a yes, it's going to be in flow. It's going to be in momentum. And that's where you're like, oh, my God, I did that. It was so effortless. I don't know how I did it, but you just follow the yes. And that's the invitation that we have for you. That's the way we want you to operate. We want you to like take the action like effortlessly. No strategy, because you're the strategy every single step. So it's not like you have to prepare, you have to plan ahead of time, because you're going to become someone new every single day. And you don't know tomorrow what's going to be your yes, because you're going to evolve and you're going to be tomorrow again in between worlds. You're always going to be in between worlds. I love what you're saying. And when you were sharing about the yes and the no's saying that the yes will feel effortless and in flow. If there are moments where it feels like your yes feels like a no, it might be the invitation that you just get to sit back and regulate your nervous system and bring yourself into the harmony and balance so that it does feel like that effortless yes. The pushing and the forcing to do the thing doesn't need to be that way. And it happens to me again and again and again. It could be as simple as that email. You're like, God, I should be sending this. I should be replying to this email. God, what a, like, this is, you're supposed to be, the the seven-figure coach, and and you can't muster yourself to do that thing. Okay, pause, pause, Louise, breathe. This is letting you know that you're just simply out of balance in your nervous system. Why don't you chill, breathe, recalibrate, see to yourself, make sure that you feel safe, You feel nourished. And when we do that, there's not even a thought about the email. 
It just happens, like Marie says. The yes flows when we honor ourselves and regulate ourselves. The expansion when we're focused on our nervous system, feeling in our beautiful, resting, thriving state, gets to feel so effortless and flowing. As Marie says, the yes doesn't need to feel edgy and the growth zone doesn't need to feel paralyzing. It's, oh, wait, yeah. If it feels aligned, I go for it and it just happens. And if it doesn't, I get to see to my needs until that yes feels good. Just like in the cocoon, when it's a yes, it becomes a yes. There's something like, like it knows it's ready. So it's ready for that mini micro step. And that's it. It doesn't need to be big steps every single time because you're supported. So yeah. there's more at work than just you. And when, you, when you're saying that, you know, when it's the yes, it's the yes. Like you feel it and you do it. We also get to rest and know that I'm pretty sure for like the little chicks up in the nest, that first time they're going to fly, they're not ready for it. They're not going to take that step, but it's cool because the mom's just going to go with the foot and give the nudge and be like, yeah, but that's where you're going. And so either way, you know, like I say, it will find us your destiny. It's already done. We know that. And what we get to ask ourselves is in this in between, who do I get to be? How do I get to nourish myself? How do I get to wake up every day and look at myself in the mirror and be like, God, you're so worthy. Whether you have, have it or you don't have it, you're so worthy. I'm going to treat you like the most significant thing in existence today and every single day in this in-between. Because it's true. There is no lack. There is no lack. The jigsaw PCs aren't out of place other than in our mind and our way of seeing ourselves. That's what we get to shift and change. It's not what's actually there. You're actually whole, worthy, complete, and put together perfect. Can we shift our perception of who we are? Can we simply just change the narrative and the way we see and the stories we project onto what we see within ourselves in the world, then the shift, the choice is instant and so powerful. And it doesn't have to be a long drawn out process when you're willing to shift the narrative and the way you look and view yourself in the world. That's quantum. And it gets to happen now if you choose it and if you don't, cool, because you know that's actually part of your learning and your journey and it's exactly where you're meant to be so that you get to share and speak from a frequency of your journey that you're actually meant to be there. So in the in-between, can you allow yourself to be in the in-between? Can you allow yourself to feel all the feelings and know that 
you chose that. You chose that for your growth. You chose it for your learning. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing broken about you. And it's a necessary part of everybody's expansion and manifestation. Hey, we all ask for the manifestation. Give me seven figures in my bank. I'm ready for seven figures in my bank. And the universe is like, okay, great. But are you ready for the pause? Are you ready for the in-between? Are you ready where we're going to show you every single thing that's not in alignment? We would be like, uh, I'm not sure just as well we don't. And we leap into it. Yeah, I'm ready. And it's an inevitable part. It's the pause. It's the void. You're experiencing what's not coming with you in that new place. So I always celebrate when my clients go in that pause and they go in the like, help, it's all falling apart. I'm like, exactly, precisely, it's meant to fall apart. Can you allow yourself to fall apart? Because what's falling apart is the falsehood. It's the misunderstandings. It's what's not true to you and where you're going. Let it fall apart. Crumble into pieces onto the ground and sit there and let out the screams and do what's necessary and allow this process to happen and unfold with the trust that it's always happening for you. There's a time to snap and be like, I choose this shift now. Oh, done. And there's a time for being like, oh, this, that, that ain't, that ain't going to work. I'm in it. And this is a process. And okay, I trust. These are my favorite moments of self-discovery. I, I, there's a part of me that like doesn't like to say that, but it's so juicy to go in that darkness and just let the light shine. And obviously when you go in the darkness, there's always light because you are light. So everywhere you're going, no matter how you feel, it's there. Allow yourself to the space to let it rise to the surface. For sure. And this is a whole other topic and whole other theme. Um, and I'm not the best one to talk about this, but I'm going to just sprinkle a piece of it into here that there's a big, big programming out there in there being fear of darkness out there in this world. But we know it, the void is that black, empty space of all possibility and all potential, and it's beautiful. The deep, dark night will teach you things that the sun cannot teach you. We must be willing to dive in to the shadow and see it and recognize it as a beautiful teacher because it is. I love that you brought that in, Marie. So beautiful. Years ago, when I used to teach more on crystal healing, I remember um, this woman that was asking me what stone for I don't remember what and I was telling her well look at all the stones that are there now all all the crystals which one appeals to you the less which one you totally despise and she was looking at me and then she's like but that's not how I operate I always operate with what I love I'm like I know but that's a unicorn world and it's not giving 
all of you the space it needs to. And I really felt this moment that's what she was called for. And it's interesting because the moment crystals came to me, they came from that energy of frustration of I'm going to take the ugliest stone here because we were in a group setting, all women in a crystal skull uh, meditation. And obviously I'm thinking I'm going to go get the beautiful amethyst purple one. It's so beautiful. Not thinking that it's all spiritual women that are all going to go for the amethyst one. So when I try to go for the amethyst one, obviously it's taken. And I really get mad. I get really mad inside. And I figured out if I'm not going to get the most beautiful, I'm getting the ugliest. And so I looked for the ugliest. I reached out for it. And the second I touched the stone, I started crying, like bawling my eyes out, just touching it. I had two steps to take to go sit to my place. And the teacher saw it. And at that time, 12, 15 years ago, I was a police officer. Uh, Marie as a police officer is a wall. Marie doesn't cry. So touching a stone, two steps to sit down and like my eyes filled up with tears, not possible. But it happened. And obviously I had the perfect teacher because she looked at me and she said, you better hold that stone. <laughs> and I didn't want to, but it, I mean, and there was no emotions. It like there were tears coming down, but I can feel nothing. Obviously, the wall was so thick. But at that moment, I got it. It's not like I'm not going to say that we always need something beautiful. No, that was the perfect initiation. Nothing would have made me believe in crystals like this moment. And so the polarities like this are so serving us, although they may feel uncomfortable. And that's why. We always come back. And I know you, Louise, you talk about that as well. But this, let's just be curious. Let's bring that kindness, the gentleness, the curiosity, and just dive in and see what's there. It's nothing wrong. We're not broken. We're not not supported. We're not not abundant. Okay. From there, what's different? Mm. I love the wording that you used for this. And I love so much that you brought in the power of contrast. But the word that you used was the initiation. And there is an initiation that happens in the places we don't necessarily want to go. That's, we know this. Like you, you shared, Marie, I can't remember your exact words, but you were more or less saying that in the darker times is where you had the most growth or lesson or learning or epiphany or whatever it was, that it's so necessary to be initiated in the uncomfortable contrast. And what we get to do is we get to to be in trust of that and be willing to go there. And like Marie said, be willing to go to the, the ugliest stone that we're repelling, the ugliest part of us and see it and hold it in our love so that we welcome all the parts of us into our expansion. 
And that's, again, it's like becoming more of who we are. We don't just become more of who we are, like focusing on what we desire to be and the desires we choose to live, like we spoke about earlier in the podcast. We also become more of ourselves by going into the shadow, into the murky places of the forgotten parts and feelings and be willing to look there and go there and call these parts into our heart. Can we love this version of us that feels unworthy? Can we call her into our heart and say, I love you and you deserve to be here? Can we go to the part of us in our frustrations and in our doubts and see that and love it, love her and call her into our heart? And that has been, and I love that you've brought this in, Marie, has been one of the most accelerating and beautiful parts of my journey and where I am. Because obviously when I chose to become the go-to coach to the icons, I went through that process and the uncomfortable in between and everything falling apart and meeting in my shadow the parts that didn't feel worthy of being loved, the parts that had too many doubts. And I got to love them and I got to see them because you wouldn't know this looking at me, by the way, before I was in that place of being broke, I had a really thriving, beautiful in-person business. You wouldn't see that within me. You wouldn't know that about me from the outside in. And even in the inside out, it was stuffed down in the shadows. That got to come to my awareness through this falling apart process. I got to become more of who I am by seeing what was there when I wasn't anything when I wasn't the successful in-person retreat business and healer that I was, I wasn't yet the successful coach when I was nothing. What will I see in myself? And am I willing to go there and love that part of me? And Marie brought in the word support. Hey, what do I get to do to feel supported in this process today in the second in this moment it is so powerful as you're bringing unconditional love to connect to the energy of no conditions will change my love for myself for who i am and we are so, no, let me change that. Our inner warrior is so used to celebrate when the conditions are right and just feel like a wreck when the conditions are not perfect or aligned to your power or to your desire or to what you, you want. And when you, when you shift into that, high priestess or that higher part of yourself and decide to surrender the inner warrior, there's these moments where you become your biggest supporter, where no matter what the conditions are, you know who you are, you, you feel who you are, you understand who you are, you're available for you. You're, you, you're available to trust in you, you're your biggest support as well. 
And the magic is that once you're able to do that for yourself, obviously you're doing it for people around you. Mm. And that's when there's something so magical that happens in our energy because people feel that acceptance. They feel good being themselves with us because we don't need to, them to be in certain circumstances to allow them in. We feel safe in who we are, no matter who they are playing at that moment. Absolutely. It's so true what you're saying. And say, for instance, I had not done what Marie's saying when I was in my falling apart process or the in-between process where I didn't have the results and I had all the frustrations and the unworthiness. If I had not been willing to go there and unconditionally, as Marie say, unconditionally love myself through that, what happens when my clients start to be in that place and it starts to fall apart for them. What am I going to do? I'm going to be triggered and unaccepting and unloving of them. Even if I put my poker face on, energy speaks and they're not going to feel fully supported and unconditionally loved during that process. What's that going to fuel in them? They're not going to feel good enough. They're going to feel like something's wrong. That's going to feel that in them. It's going to mirror that which is in you. And that's how you become the go-to coach for icons. Yeah. And I feel you've just really like, I love the way we go on this. We go on such a deep, juicy dive. And we had that question, who am I in the in-between? And we went through all of this. And at the end, Marie is sharing unconditional love. Who are you in the in-between? Will you get to be the one who just unconditionally loves yourself through that process and through life? You get to simply love yourself through life. That's the ultimate game here. We, I do a lot of fancy schmancy things and way about it and the way I communicate my message. But to the core of it, I'm really helping and supporting my clients to love themselves through all of life, whether you have what it is you desire or you don't have what it is that you desire, whether you get to the end of your life and get into this void You get to have unconditional love for yourself wherever you find yourself in life for this universe and beyond. That's what we want and that's what we get to have. And hey, we get to practice this here. Mm. Like that's what we're here to do. We're here to practice unconditional love for ourselves, for those around us. And in something that our society has almost programmed us to think is like mumbo jumbo or fluff it's like right why why have we turned away from that this is perhaps the most significant purpose of our whole entire existence is unconditional love but in action in service to everything that's around us that's what's going to change this world not what you have in your bank or don't have in your bank although it can really help give energy to 
that which you're valuing and standing for in this world. So what if we start today in between who we've been and who we're becoming and realize, oh, what would love have me do today? What would trust have me do today? And in a second, in a moment, you realize you're so significant here. No matter what. And own that if trust or love has you do nothing, enjoy a day at the beach or whatever it's doing, and it's perfectly aligned for you. So whatever that yes is, it's perfect and aligned for you. Amen. You being here is no coincidence. You are the powerful trailblazer who is here to set an entire new standard of what a woman in her power really is. If you've been activated, turned online by this transmission and you feel it, you know it, that we are here to work together on your next level mission. Send me an email to info at louisecameronadlund.com where I am here to make sure you not for one moment compromise your standards and be worthy of so much more. Step forward. I see you. Oh my God. This was so much fun. I'm very grateful you were right here with us for another episode of Shapeshifter. If you enjoyed this episode or feel the calling to be activated in your transitions to go deeper and faster, DM me on Instagram, Marie D2, or on Facebook, details are in the show notes, to spark your magic like never before. Join us next week for even more magic. See you then.